0: you know i watched today for the first time ever I mean, it's what? 18 years old this movie and i can honestly say i i avoided it based on the fact that i've seen previews for it and i went that it just looks terrible and it's a bastardization of something i love was it? was it today was
1: it the clone wars
0: no i've, I've seen the clone wars oh phantom menace I've seen Phantom Menace okay. and Return of the Sith. Um, Today, on, on Netflix, I was just flipping through different movies for Finn to watch, keep him entertained while I'm trying to do quote-unquote work. And it lands on The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey-Ron Howard thing from the year 2000. Oh, you watched that? And I didn't—I'm not going to say I watched it. It was on— <laughs> And I would occasionally look up at it and go, what, why, who, what is going... See, because here's what doesn't make sense to me. If the you're telling me Ron, Ron Howard is making a movie, I'm immediately going to assume, oh, it's going to be a pretty good movie. Hey, right, the man knows what he's doing. It's Splash, Apollo 13, um, uh. Why would why would you throw out Splash? Uh, Splash is a good movie. Yeah. It's all right. I mean There's other ones. John
1: Candy was in it, so that's good.
0: Uh Beautiful Mine is a pretty good movie. Uh there's I'm sure there's other ones. So the man knows how to make a movie. This was the worst movie I've ever seen. I'm not saying worst Christmas movie. It was the worst movie that I swear to God I've ever seen in my life. It was so bad. Everything about this movie was bad. The acting was bad, the dialogue was bad. Uh it it there's a point in it where the Grinch holds a dog's ass up to a sleeping man's face and the man kisses the in a Dr. Seuss based movie the man kisses the dog on the butt.
1: Um all Dr. Seuss uh,
0: live action movies are terrible.
1: Well well, yeah. But if you take the Grinch uh the Jim Carrey Grinch there's no more Seuss in that.
0: No. It's just a well, movie no, they based the, on
1: those characters.
0: They have um what's his face? Uh, Hannibal Lecter reading the the some of the the yeah. original. No, it is a
1: movie based on those characters. Parts, but, the, oh the my actual god. Actual Seuss book is out the window.
0: And everything I don't know if the, the people filming it were drunk. Because every angle was, it's what's called a Dutch angle, where you... Is that like of, a Dutch oven? A little bit. It or might Dutch as Dutch well be. It, it is the Dutch oven of film angles, where it's like filmed from like a cockeyed kind of view to make things look surreal. It's like, all
2: super whimsical. It's horrible. I love that movie. How
0: can you like that movie? I
2: think it's you know, hilarious.
1: I'm, literally, I'm sitting here going through a list of Ron Howard directed films. All right, hit me. And I love all these movies. Yeah, Willow. Um, Gung Ho, do you remember that Gung-ho movie? Gung Ho was
0: great, yeah. Very funny movie. Doesn't hold up in <laughs> today's politically well, correct uh, climate. He but did Night Shift. Night Shift is great. Uh, Ransom. Oh my God, I forgot he did Ransom. Yeah.
1: Parenthood, The Missing. Yeah. Uh, Frost Nixon,
0: which is a great
1: movie. Cinderella Man, Backdraft. Yeah. Oh, Cinderella Cocoon. Man, that's
0: a good he one. He did Backdraft?
1: Yes. I forgot about Backdraft. Ooh, that is yeah, a great movie. That was a good he one. did those uh, Da Vinci movies. Yeah. Uh, Apollo 13. Obviously a, an amazing movie. Uh, Inferno. Oh, that's one of those uh, Da Vinci movies.
0: Da Vinci movies. Yeah.
1: Willow, A Beautiful Mind.
0: Solo. Solo, that's right. Solo was good. I liked it. Yeah. But
1: yeah, a lot of good movies. Like I'm, I'm sitting here looking at this list. Far and Away. Ed TV.
0: I could not get over. Made in America. The Jay-Z movie. How bad the movie was though. Yeah. I just, and the Grinch was like cussing all the time. And I mean, I, I don't have any problem with foul mouth comedy. You know, Deadpool is great, but Deadpool is supposed to be foul mouthed. A Dr. Seuss character isn't. Indeed. But you like um, it. Uh-huh. You think it's great. Yeah. You think it's fun. The funny. Grinch? You do. It's awful. Do you at least like the original better? And I'm talking about the 19... 19- 60.
1: I like them differently.
0: Oh, God almighty.
1: See, this is what people say when they don't want to tell you, I hate that.
0: Yeah. Well, I like well, it no, differently. Well, no, I really like
2: both of them. I the, just, car- the original cartoon
0: I is, different. is genius. Perfect. It's it's Chuck Jones. Dr. Seuss helped write it. Thurl Ravenscroft, Tony the Tiger, uh, does uh, the singing on it. Boris Karloff as the Grinch and the narrator. Oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's perfect. Why would you mess with that? Why I, would you I, do it again? Why obs- would you extend it for night? By the way, the movie's like a hundred and it's an hour and 44 minutes. It just keeps going.
1: Um, They're actually, uh, they made this comedy or this cartoon now. That everybody says is really good, where they've remade the Grinch.
0: Yeah, the the Benedict Cumberbatch one, right? Right. Is yeah? Is it any good? Has anybody seen I it? I
1: don't know. Uh, um, he sure looks cute.
0: I guess some of the. Is the Grinch s- supposed to look cute?
1: No. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but I I when I saw previews for it, I thought, why are, why are you doing this? Why are we remaking this perfect
0: classic? Didn't we fail at this eighteen years ago?
1: Yeah. And maybe that's it. Maybe they're trying to erase that. And it's sad too because Jim Carrey was really good.
0: As the Grinchy? No. No.
1: At one time. <laughs> before
0: the Grinch. You think that was like the downward slope of his career was 2000? Yes. I don't know. He had some good movies after that. He, he did Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That was good. That came right. out after that. Um, I can't think of any other movies that I've liked him in, but. I, uh,
1: I love the pet detective movies. He was amazing on Living Color. Yeah, uh, Jim Carrey's the mask very is funny. great. Yeah, I mean yeah. It, it was Dumb very funny. Dumb and Dumber funny. the first one. Yeah, the the first one. If you stop remaking those, what is the worst Christmas uh, movie? Bruce Almighty wasn't terrible. Yeah, that Truman's was after two thousand. Liar, liar.
0: The Truman Show I think is his best movie. Man yeah, on I the really Moon, like dude. that one. Yeah, Man on the Moon is great, but I think the Truman Show is his best movie. I liked
1: Yes Man. Yeah. Uh, Me, myself, and Irene is hilarious. Shut your face.
0: No, no, I'm not disagreeing. It's just, it's a Farrelly Brothers movie, so you have to be kind of in a mood for it because those movies are raunchy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it's really funny.
0: Yeah. Um, What's the worst Christmas movie of all time? What's a bad Christmas movie as far as you're concerned, Rebecca?
1: Counting
2: Hallmark Christmas movies? Not
0: counting TV movies. Because I could just
2: say all Hallmark Christmas movies. Those
0: are, yes, those are terrible. The Christmas prints and all that garbage.
2: I didn't like The Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Are you serious? I'm not talking. What? How could you not like that movie? I just thought it was kind of dumb. Wow i I don't even know what to say to that. It's very interesting.
2: Is that considered a Christmas movie?
0: It's a. It's a little bit of both.
1: Um. And that, to you, is the worst Christmas movie. That's the worst one. Knowing not- that a f- couple years ago, there was a Grumpy Cat's Christmas movie made.
0: You <laughs> might not have known that. Besides that, though, okay, like how can you a think crank, that a Nightmare like that Christmas is stupid? Like. How can you think that's stupid? That's one of the most brilliant movies <laughs> of all time. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw most the of it. But The Grinch is good?
2: Yeah. That one's totally quotable.
0: I can't believe you think that a movie that hits all the right notes as far as whimsy and and imagination and and originality is bad, but a movie where the Grinch... Wait, I thought
2: you were just talking about the Grinch. with Half of it
0: is fart jokes. I hate that one. (laughs) And you like the other one.
2: That totally explains it. You just called it out. Half of it is fart jokes. And you like fart jokes. I love it.
0: Mm -hmm. I would... I, mm I just...
1: I don't know. You know how they did a sequel to the Christmas Claus? Yeah. That's probably the worst you Christmas movie. You mean the Santa video. Claus? Santa Claus. Yeah. I, mean.
0: I think the first one was pretty bad, by the way. It wasn't great. Spoiler alert. Santa Claus dies. <laughs> like, how? That was how kind of shocking. Exactly. Are, I mean, what child is watching this movie going, oh, this is okay? Who greenlit a movie in which Santa Claus falls off a roof and... And dies at the beginning like it of it. dissolves
1: out of his yeah. suit.
0: You know what? And then we're gonna skin the Easter Bunny.
1: <laughs> what was the one? There was a movie. I, I'm trying to f- look it up, but I can't find it. There was an awful movie where uh, the Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, Tim was, Taylor. Was, what's his name? Uh, oh,
0: uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: the one that I just said that was
1: really bad. Sucks. That's so a really bad. bad movie.
0: Yeah, Fred Claus is also terrible. I don't even know what that is. That was uh, with Vince Vaughn and... Uh, oh, he's like uh, Santa's brother. And pig vomit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was really bad.
1: Um, uh, People on the text line are saying that Rebecca just broke their heart. Yes. Only she one person said that. Somebody else said,
2: I agree with Becca. So. No, they so... didn't. I don't see yeah, that Yes, Some text sick at all.
0: fan on the text line agrees with you. Big surprise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big surprise there. All right, how about this? Let's change this. I don't like doing worse. What's the most underrated Christmas movie of all time? What's a Christmas movie that not too many people know about that you think people should? Uh, I, I have one. I really like this movie, and we watch it once a year in my house, Arthur Christmas. You ever seen that? No, I don't Some, like, know from like 2012. That. It's it's a British, uh, I mean, all the characters in it are British, and it's a lot of British voice acting and stuff, but it's it's about like, Santa Claus has got a bunch of new technology and I, I can't I can't really describe the plot. It's just it's a really good movie though. It's about this uh like Santa Claus's son trying to deliver a bike to this one girl and everyone else going, Who cares? It's one bike. So we just move on. We got all the other presents, and he's like, No, we can't but she won't have a good Christmas if she doesn't get this bike. This is what she wanted. She okay, deserves all this. I can
1: think is that if Santa Claus has a son, then that means Santa Claus.
0: But do you think Mrs. Claus and him, are what, platonic? Yeah. Do you think they're getting it on?
1: Yeah. I don't. I don't. I think Santa's like Ken downstairs, literally
0: knocking boots. That is that is
1: disgusting. Plus, he's a big fat man.
0: Some joke about chimneys? Um,
1: <laughs> do you consider trading places at Christmas? Yes,
0: week? I do, and I love it. It's one, it of, my one of my favorite. Movies I would say in that. General. I mean, that he, there's a problem though. There's. There's a subgenre of movies I think we need to have because Trading Places definitely has some Christmas aspects to it, but I think it's more of a holiday movie. Does that make sense? Because it's Christmas. Guess, it's yeah. like the, it's right before Christmas, then it's Christmas, and then it's New Year's. Right. So I almost think it's more of like uh, everything. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is the only Thanksgiving movie I can think of. Um, my, but it's one of my favorites.
1: My favorite Christmas movie has always, I mean, I love Christmas Story. And, and a lot of the traditional ones. Uh, my absolute favorite, though, has to be the Bill Murray Scrooged. Yes! That movie Richard Donner Scrooge. is so good. Yeah. And it literally makes me cry at the end.
0: It is It is a beautiful movie. It,
1: in fact, Bill Murray cries in the movie. You know that... He, he's doing like an ad-lib thing at the end there.
0: That whole part was ad-lib. Right. Yeah. And,
1: and he gets so emotional that you see tears in his eyes.
0: Yeah. That it's movie was not well-received when it came out, though. People I don't know
1: why. It. It's such a great
0: movie. Try trying to think. What's, like, an underrated Christmas movie that you think people will need to see? I said, Bill Murray's Scrooge. Bad Santa. People have seen that.
1: Everybody's seen Bad Santa, haven't they?
0: Uh, Jim Henson's The Christmas Toy. Oh, my God. I can't believe... And it's not my wife. Okay, if you've never seen... I don't know where you can see it, but this was... Uh, it, you know how you see Toy Story and you're like, what an original concept. For a movie, these toys are alive, and then if a human sees them, they, like, collapse or whatever. I don't yeah. know what happens. The Christmas toy, it came out, like, ten years before Toy Story, and it takes it to a whole new level. The toys are alive, and if a human being sees them moving, they die. Oh, my God. Forever. Oh, that's really sad. It's really sad. There's a really sad part in the movie, too, where one of the toys is caught and dies, but it it's the exact... Watch... If you can, if you get your hands on it somehow, watch uh, Jim Henson's The Christmas Toy, and tell me that it, that the Toy Story movie isn't just a total ripoff. And don't get me wrong, I love Toy Story, but that movie is a complete ripoff of Jim Henson's The Christmas Toy. It, just it would is.
2: freak me out as a kid. I would be going down the hallway yelling to my toys, like I'm coming in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, pretend yeah, I can't see you. The Jonathan Weir Show. I've seen Mrs. Claus on the North Pole so Santa Claus Conquers the Martians is not underrated, it is terrible It is fun to get drunk to And make fun of though, I will say that Coming up on the Jonathan Weir Show Have you ever watched a show that was about your job And you wanted the whole world to hear how wrong They were getting everything Well, one doctor did that For the TV show Grey's Anatomy List everything wrong with just one episode. That's coming up here. I'm like a mother. The Jonathan Weir Show. Uh, Josh the Weirdo on the text line came out with two really good, underrated Christmas movies. Uh, What's one, that? The Polar Express, which initially I did not want to see when it came out because it's, you know what The Uncanny Valley is? Yes. I it's, do. it's where, um, where things look too real, where a fake thing looks too real. Like it's not cartoonish enough. It's a cartoon that looks real. It's just weird. And that's what the Polar Express is. They look too real and it bothers me.
1: And they all look like Tom Hanks siblings. Well,
0: yeah. they're Well, It's it, that's the, the bit, I guess, but it's just weird. I like the movie now. I've, I've watched it I, many times. I like it now. But I did not want to see it. When it first came out just originally, it just I, out.
1: the first time I saw it, I thought it was kind of silly. Mm hmm. But I have watched it for several years in a row now with Roman, and I have to admit I look forward to it now. I like the movie.
0: And the other one he said is, and I don't know that this is underrated, but it's a great one. It's one of my favorites, The Muppet Christmas Carol.
1: That's a good one.
0: Yeah, that's a really good one.
1: Uh, so is uh, Otter Emmett Otter's Chug Jug Van Christmas. Yeah,
0: yep. Any Any Jim Henson Christmas thing is going to hit the market. Jim
1: Henson was king.
0: Yeah, and not the king of going to the doctor uh, to getting his you know get his pneumonia checked out. Well, you know. Yeah. I mean, he was not even a dupe. It's right kind of like your wife in that respect. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, she did too go to the doctor.
1: Yeah, but she didn't tell him everything.
0: I can't verify that, but I kind of believe it. Uh all right. So a doctor, this is a, a trending clip on, on YouTube, so I thought it would be fun to play. A doctor watched Grey's Anatomy. Uh just one episode, not even the whole thing. And he I I just kind of clipped up parts of the the show that he found a little bit disturbing because no doctor would ever do things like this here they are
1: pull this pole out of us anytime soon
2: Touch
0: uncomfortable (laughs) so these are two people who have a pole stuck in between the two of them
1: that's like going through them both
0: both of them they were in a train wreck and now they have a pole going in between the two of them yeah all right we can't do that until we get a better look at what's going on internally but I assure you, we will work as quickly as possible. They're taking this very not seriously and a lot of humor with a pole jammed into two people's bodies. Whoa. That's all I can really say right now. Something that I think needs to be done immediately is to give them some sort of back support right. so that they don't get fatigued and tired and start slouching. Because if they are to slouch when they get tired, and they obviously will get tired,
1: they can do more internal damage with that pole going through them.
0: Yeah, because they're just sitting there on a gurney with the pole in between them just looking at yeah, each other.
1: I remember seeing that. My wife loves this show. I've and never... I
0: hate it. I've never seen any of the show.
1: It I mean, is awful. The worst most fictional part of the show mm-hmm. is that you're supposed to believe that uh, Meredith Grey is attractive. She's the main character?
0: Yes. Who's she played by? Who is that? I uh, thought she Alin was attractive Pompeo.
2: in the beginning. She...
0: I, I haven't she, just looked at a few pictures of her. Does she ever open her eyes?
1: She does not.
0: She just has her eyes like this uh, the whole time. Just Plus... She must be a terrible doctor.
1: I think she weighs 62 pounds. <laughs> uh, she is like... Uh, like stomach churningly skinny.
0: Is she, she has a drinking problem, I'm assuming. I don't know what. Well, her she problem showed is. up to work drunk, which the doctor, I'm not going to play the clip where he's like, you wouldn't show up to work drunk. You would say, I'm drunk. I can't come in. And they'd be like, oh, well, don't do that again. Uh, but here's her dealing with the fact that she's drunk. Are drunk. Go get yourself a banana bag IV, put it in your arm, and then find me. Do not speak
2: to any more patients. Do not practice any medicine.
0: IV drunk. Okay, here's him explaining why you wouldn't use an IV just to sober up. Drips do not stop hangovers. This is why so many people are opening these IV drip spas, especially in Vegas. I see that happen a lot, and they promise you that it's going to block or cure your hangover. An IV will hydrate you the same that you can hydrate yourself by drinking some water or drinking some... Okay, I, I accidentally cut it off there. But, yeah, uh, I didn't know this, but, yeah, you see this in, in especially medical shows all the time. D- Scrubs did it where they're trying to get over a hangover, and they've got an IV drip. And he's like, that's only something that you would use for hardcore alcoholics who have been dehydrated for a very long time. There'd be no reason to do it. You just drink some water. The, the banana bag is totally useless.
1: I kind of want a banana bag.
0: What's a show about your profession that you you could watch and be like, ah, what are they doing? As far as news radio, I, I need to. I could watch that. And, I loved that show. I love that too. But I haven't I haven't watched it since I've been in since radio. I've, exactly.
1: Yeah. My my was. I uh, it, I'd probably go nuts when I go back and watch WKRP in Cincinnati. As a kid, that was my favorite show. That was the thing that I want to. I want to be a. You know, I want to work at the radio station. I want. I want to be on on air. I want to be a DJ. And watching that show, I was like, oh, this is so funny. And after I became a DJ, I went, wait a minute. They had two jocks that worked at a 24-hour station. How long were those dudes on the air?
0: It's kind of like uh, Frazier, the, the the KACL, the, the station he worked at. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what their format was because Frazier was the psychologist that – was there right before him was the sports show right the there was also dog. Yeah. there was literally a cooking show which i've never heard of on radio on radio uh. i've never heard of a cooking show yeah, on radio difficult to
1: translate uh, it was a pbs on radio right there was a
0: uh, there was a book uh, like a book show i don't know where they just talk about books or something I don't know what the format of that station was. It's just like, and then they were always complaining about their ratings being bad. It's like, well, maybe because there's no consistency in your format. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could, I think I, as much as I love Frasier, I think I could make a video just pulling apart.
1: Somebody had texted text and said, pretty much any show about teachers is way off.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, but it, see, here's the thing. You have to give them a little bit of leeway, especially with a sitcom. Because, you know, obviously you couldn't be 100% accurate.
1: Because the teaching profession is really boring.
0: Right. It, it, most jobs <laughs> most jobs are really boring. Like the actual nitty gritty of the job is yeah, really boring. This job is... Oh, <sighs> my God. It's literally just sitting here talking to a microphone.
1: It's terrible. But there's more than two people that work at this station. <laughs> that was the thing that I was because They got a news guy... They got a daytime jock and a nighttime jock. Right. And that's it. One salesman. That's it. It's a whole station right there.
0: Um, all right. I got a little bit of time. I'm going to play this. Uh, last week tonight, you know, with John Oliver, They uh, it was their last show of the season last night. And they always do this segment called And Now This, where they play, like, a bunch of clips of stuff. And this is clips that did not age very well. And it's all, like... Harvey Weinstein and Kevin. It's great. Just just listen. And now, some clips that have, to put it mildly, not aged well. This is Piers Morgan tonight. Good evening. I'm Harvey Weinstein, filling in for Piers Morgan. I'm Matt Lauer, and I'm too old to have sex. <laughs> I love Matt Lauer, but my husband
2: Craig is my Matt Lauer. Tell us who your dream teacher is. Tweet it, and
0: then do the hashtag. Okay. Uh, who's your dream t- uh, teacher? Tweet it. Matt Lauer says, A green teacher." I would go with Bill Cosby. The great Bill, Bill Cosby is here, telling stories of his first date and much more from his latest book. I am Mario Batali. here
2: at Soldier Creek Elementary with none other than Jared the Subway Guy.
0: Jared the Subway Guy at at an elementary elementary school. school. You've
2: obviously been an inspiration to many
0: people and to these
1: kiddos. Kevin Spacey, hello. When you do the workshops with young people through this work,
0: what are you trying to convey to them? I'm always looking for the shy kid in the corner. Kevin Spacey, I'm always looking for the oh shy Oh, my kid. God. You Kevin Spacey, back at this table. Welcome, sir.
1: Charlie Rose called me yesterday and said, I want you to do the show. I like it.
0: If you say no to Charlie Rose in New York City, <laughs> yes. your social life ends. There's That was Harvey wow. Weinstein saying, if you say no to Charlie Rose, <sighs> your social life is over. So this issue of sexual harassment, which is in the... Oh, wait, hold on. This, this is just the last clip. This is just Charlie Rose Right after like Harvey Weinstein, so many of these other guys had gone down, and you can tell what's at the back of his mind the whole time. Yeah. If you say no to Charlie Rose in New York City, <laughs> yes. social life ends. There's also this issue of sexual harassment, which is in the happening a lot, um, and lots of lots of lots of conversation, lots of women coming forward. Uh, we're seeing um, <clears throat> A lot of talk about, you know, what it means and where it's going.
1: Wow. The Jonathan Weir yeah. Show. Okay, someone on the text line said, isn't Rod kind of like Roz from Frasier? A little bit. Hot and slutty.
0: Yeah. With The sexy, smoky voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's totally that's me. A, yeah. Um, I'm Frasier's. I got the big head and I overanalyze everything. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Wow, and then Rebecca together. is, what, Bulldog Briscoe?
2: <laughs> yeah, that sounds accurate.
0: Um, no, you're Noel Shemsky.
1: I had a uh, talk to a friend that I hadn't talked to in a long time right after I started working here. Uh, and they were like, so what are you doing? You're working at a radio station? I was like, yeah, I answer the phones. I do. This. And then this person, this guy goes, so you're Roz. And I went, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so since we aren't allowed to be here on friday uh we are actually we were told we cannot come in on friday except for me
2: who's gonna be here at like 5 a.m
0: yeah but you don't count okay. uh because it's a holiday and apparently they're gonna be playing bunch of sports stuff i don't know i thought that we should do a list today tomorrow and then finish it on wednesday we've done this before we did it with halloween okay um so are we doing
1: four today yeah no. we'll do no. uh
0: four wait or six to- yeah, we can do four, but then it'll only be 12, right?
1: Uh, we can What's do 16
0: divided by three?
1: Three point a third?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is 5.3. So let's just do six. Okay, uh, We're going to do a list. This week, the list is best songs that have something to do with food. In honor of Thanksgiving, what are the best songs that have something to do with food? We'll talk about that in five minutes here on 98.1.
1: The Jonathan Weir Show.
0: All right, we're gonna do a special Thanksgiving list. We're gonna do this every day this week at seven thirty-ish, seven forty-one today. And the list this week and today is. Best songs that have something to do with food. Either food is in the title or the song itself is about food. Whatever it is. And um, we're going to do... Let's just do six. We've done done this before. We'll do six today, six tomorrow, and then six on Wednesday. And then we'll vote on Wednesday. Sound good? That works. All right. Uh, I'm going to start off with a ridiculous one. But I do love the song. And... Uh, I just started listening to this guy, like, uh, a couple months ago. I mean, all of his stuff is at least 50 or 60 years old. But I'm a huge fan of him now. Wait, Were you going to play it? Rod's flicking me off. First of all, jerk,
1: it's flip me off, not flick. (laughs) Whatever. I'm sorry, but yes, this was they on like my list—the banana boat song. Work all night and a drink of rum. We like
0: come and we want go
1: Stack banana till the morning come.
0: We like come and we want go home.
1: Mr. Tally, man, tally me Banana. Daylight, come, and we go home. come Mr. Tallyman, tally Banana. Harry Belafonte.
0: Daylight, come and Love this song. With Banana Boat, otherwise known as O. Everybody loves that song. Oh, it's a great
1: song. That's why I put it
0: on my list. I'm sorry. You should be happy. Flattered even that I thought Shut of. up. Alright, Rod, pick number two.
1: I don't wanna know.
0: Okay, Rebecca, pick number two.
2: I'm going to start off really strong with this one.
0: Oh, God, help me. I knew it would be Sugar by Maroon 5. Really?
1: You knew it? Yes,
0: I did. Because I thought of only one song.
1: Wow, what is that sound that's hurting my ears?
0: You know, I never thought that somebody would actually make a better song than the Archie's Sugar. But here, Maroon 5 did it. Did I say better? I meant worse. I meant worse.
2: No, it's definitely better.
0: Did you know, and this might come up later, I don't know, that Maroon 5 did a cover of Sex and Candy by Marcy Playground, Rod? Wait, what did you say? They did a cover of Sex and Candy by Marcy Playground. It made me physically ill when I I saw that and heard it earlier today. Imagine how Maroon 5 sounds covering that song. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like a shutter. Okay. And uh, the here's, bile rising to the tip of your throat. Very here's here's my, my
1: pick for songs that have something to do with food.
2: Okay. I love it. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> <laughs> Lime in the
1: coconut
0: uh, one of I think to me anyway one of the most underrated artists of all time because people only know him for that ridiculous song he wrote a lot of great songs and he had one of the most amazing voices in rock music history uh, the Beatles actually said of Harry Nilsson that if he had been born in England he would have been the fifth Beatle so that's uh, a that's a pretty uh, pretty high praise I think yeah. yeah. The Banana Boat song, Harry Belafonte, then that sugar garbage, Nine sugar by, by sugar. System of a Down would have been better.
1: <laughs> this is
2: my pick.
0: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with some uh, classics from the '50s. I'm gonna stick with that.
1: Okay. I swear to God, nope, I'm going was, to kill was, you. That
2: one was my next one. <laughs>
1: Sorry. I found my thrill Are you looking
0: at my list? No, I don't know. Is it is I this think, like science class? I think it might be a limited list to pick from. It no, a lot of great songs with food in it. There's not a lot.
2: The text line is coming in with some really good
1: videos.
0: Because that
1: was my next pick. Not now. Oh Rod, I really hope I'm about to steal another one from you. I doubt that. Oh, I don't have any Maroon baby. 5 or Taylor Swift <laughs> on my list. I
2: don't know if Taylor Swift has a free one. I'm going to have to think
0: about that. Care. Yeah, because Taylor Swift doesn't eat, so... My dreams <laughs> this guy you know, did his name was Fats Domino. All right. Blueberry Hill by Fats Domino is on the list at number four. Rod, what do you have for number five?
2: Wait, I'm next. Oh, I'm, fine, I'm hoping to steal right. one of
0: Rod's.
1: She's next. Okay.
0: Widowed bride. Oh, come on, it's too well, early for this. Touched me deep Ugh. inside the day. The music died. died. <sighs> so bye bye, uh, Miss American
1: Pie drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. And then good old boys would. And whiskey
0: and rye singing this'll be the day that I die it's a great song this'll be the day that I die might be the winner hard to beat that one did you write all right that's number five god that's all such right. a great song does anybody know what that song's about yeah what's it about it's like
1: about like the death of Buddy Holly
0: but it's got to be about more than that, right? Well, and about
1: rock and roll in Just general. Just rock and roll in general. Yeah. like
0: because it's it's, it's it's one it's of the a...
1: most uh, studied and broke down songs. You can find websites that are dedicated to it. But, and it goes through all the stuff, like where he says, um, I met a girl who sang the blues. He's talking about Janice. Oh, like, wow. Like the whole song goes on and on about music and where it went after the death of Buddy Holly the Big Bopper and uh, whose name I can't remember. The, the third person that was on
0: that plane. I'm just going to let you try to... La... Ritchie Valens. I was going to say La Bamba.
1: Yeah, I knew the song. I just couldn't think of his name. Yeah.
0: Uh, All right, do you want my pick? I get chills throughout that whole song. Oh, it's a beautiful I get, song. Yeah, I even get chills listening to the uh, uh Weird Al... Um, uh, Star Wars, the saga begins. Yeah. Where soon I'm going to be a Jedi. Yeah. I get chilled. That that, that song's better than the entire uh, Phantom Menace.
1: There's so much in that song that's all symbolic. You know, while the king was looking down, the jester stole his thorny crown. That's about Elvis. Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: Can't believe you didn't know that.
1: Shut up.
0: <laughs> wow. Thanks for defending me, Rock. <laughs>
1: all right. Number six. Uh, and Rock. here's my pick for number six for food songs.
0: Starts your ride. System of a Down, Chop wow.
1: Suey. I witnessed a really cool little event mm-hmm. that that this song. So I took my little cousin Denny to see a band play. I remember what band it was. Some band she was really into. So we go to the show and it's like a you know general admission kind of thing at the Uptown. So I'm setting up in the in the balcony, you know, and and. Before the band plays, they're just playing music. And and the whole place is, you know, all crowded and everybody's mulling in. And this song plays. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that everybody in the crowd's kind of swaying and digging the song. And I'm set up in the balcony watching it. And you can hear a few people here and there singing. Yeah. When it gets to the part of the song where it says, Where angels deserve, deserve to mm-hmm. die. Everyone on the floor nuts. just goes nuts, and they uh. all scream out "die!" And from that moment on, everyone in that was arena sang. Oh
0: wow! And, and
1: was moshing around and singing the song, Man. and it was like this cool. Like I got goosebumps. It was like this really cool little moment.
0: You know I me; mean, I'm not a much of a metal it, it, or new metal, whatever yeah. genre they fit in. I, I liked those guys, and I saw them really early on in their career before they were huge. They were uh, they had one album out. Like the biggest song off of that was a song called "Sugar," and I loved it. I they they were one of the best live acts I've ever seen, and I didn't like a lot of their later stuff. Chop Suey is an exception, but I didn't like a lot of their later stuff. But I had I'd seen them live a couple of times just because their live shows were amazing. Really? Yeah, it's one of those bands. Even if you don't like the music, it's worth going to just see how amazing they are. I unfortunately
1: missed it because everybody. It was one of those things that unfortunately everyone on the planet started coming to me going, "Uh, you need to listen to System of a Down. You need to listen to System of a Down. To the point that I'm like, I refuse to listen to System of a Down. It's
0: the Jonathan Weir Show.
1: The Jonathan Weir Show.
0: Tune in tomorrow. We'll be doing more of our list in honor of Thanksgiving. Songs that have something to do with food. Whether they're about food or whether they have food in the title. So far we only have six. We have... uh, Uh, The Banana Boat Song, Sugar, by Maroon 5, Lime and the Coconut, by Harry Nelson, Blueberry Hill, by Fats Domino, American Pie, by Don McLean, and Chop Suey, by System of a Down. We'll need a bunch more tomorrow, because we're going to take this to 18, and then vote on which one is the best. That was another
1: thing about System of a Down. First time I ever heard somebody go, hey man, you ever listen to Sod?" I was like, I am going to punch you in the throat.
0: I always heard them as so ad. And I was like, do you mean system of it down?
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: soad. Soad.
1: These uh, Armenian
0: geniuses. Um, coming up on the John the Weir show, imagine having to go to the bathroom so bad that you get arrested for it. Imagine dropping a dude so bad that the cops are called on you. That's what happened to this poor guy. Talk about it in five minutes.